Hello and a very warm welcome to the Fearless Finance Podcast. This week we're joined by a very special guest, Karen Abrams. Karen is a UCLA-educated entrepreneur. She's a master theta healer, relationship expert, and gifted intuitive. She's also an award-winning international best-selling author. She's graduated in psychology. Karen has honed the skills critical to theta healing. And as a student of meditation, her insight and intuition allow her to identify and pinpoint root causes of long-standing issues to create new understandings, forgiveness, and strong inner resources. She's worked with thousands of clients worldwide who are at a crossroads in their lives, helping them heal the underlying causes of their issues and get clarity and understanding on how to move forward from there. And Karen is dedicated to helping particularly women break free from living in survival mode so they can bring about fulfilled, healthy and balanced lives. So this episode is in two parts. The first part, join me in my conversation with Karen as we dig into what exactly is theta healing, how can it help our relationship with money and Karen's story about how she discovered the practice and also the hundreds and thousands of clients that she's benefited. Some really fascinating stories there. And then as a special bonus part two, Karen will perform live a theta healing meditation, uh, which we can all benefit from and enjoy. And she uses me as a guinea pig to uh, download information which can then help me in my practice and in my uh, money journey, which obviously will help you as a listener also. So look out for part two. But without further ado, a very warm welcome to the Fearless Finance Podcast. Karen Abrams. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's so great to talk to you. I mean, one of the things I've been looking forward to is, is discussing with, with uh, experts such as yourself the some of the unusual aspects of thinking about money, some of the energetic and some of the spiritual aspects. And I understand that you are the lady to speak to. So uh, I'm absolutely thrilled to uh, have this conversation. So just for the uninitiated out there, I'm sure there are a few who don't exactly know what theta healing is. How would you describe it? Well, theta healing is a simple meditation that allows you to access your subconscious mind and help you change damaging beliefs and release trapped emotions that have been holding you back in your life. And when we go into the meditation, basically we're, we're connecting to a divine source. You might look at it like your you know, like this is your inner wisdom, which is awesome. You might look at it as the universe. You might look at it as God, whatever that name is for you. We're just going to get that to that place where those answers are. And what happens is when you make the connection within the meditation is that your brainwaves actually slow down physiologically into the theta brainwave state. So we already know through the studies decades of studies with hypnotherapy, that's the brainwave that they use. And we can access our subconscious mind there. And one of the big differences between this and hypnotherapy is that we're using that divine source, that divine wisdom to change uh, and transform these beliefs like I'm nothing, I'm worthless, nothing ever works out for me into powerful and positive beliefs. And then we take those trapped and toxic emotions like regret, and bitterness and anger and and we're able to release them and transform them into love and understanding and compassion and what happens is when you take these you know damaging beliefs turn them into your most powerful and positive ones 
when you take the most um, toxic and unsettling beliefs that are, have been just percolating in your body for so long and in your mind and shift them into empowering ones, you just start feeling better and lighter. And what happens naturally when you start feeling better and lighter is you start you know, making decisions in support of yourself. And all that self-sabotage starts to shift. And you start to go, oh, well, when I, well, I'll say no to this instead of yes, you know, or I'll say yes to this instead of no, which brings in more opportunity. It brings in more confidence in yourself and your abilities to move forward. And also at the bottom of this is your worthiness, right? Because when I think part of the problems that we have and the challenges that we have are that we feel unworthy somewhere and we got it from a long time ago, or maybe we inherited it, whatever it was. And, um, and so then we, we look at the world in a certain way that I'm unworthy. So then I'll make decisions in support of being right, right? Sometimes we'd rather be right than happy, right? And so uh, when you change that unworthiness into worthiness, and then you start saying yes to things, that could bring you more joy, that could bring you more abundance, that could bring you more, you know, calmness and centeredness, then uh, you start feeling in control of life, you know, like you're in the driver's seat. And I don't know if you have ever felt this, but when I get the most freaked out, right? Because life happens and, you know, you get surprised by things or you're not in a good space, right? It's usually because I've kind of slid over to the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like somebody else is right. Somebody else is driving and you don't know where they're going to take you and you're not happy about it. Right. <laughs> the whole thing, you're just and it just cycles into something. And if you can catch yourself and especially with this work, what's so powerful and wonderful about it is that you can shift over into, oh, no, I'm I'm co-creating this. This is I'm in the driver's seat. I know there's more energy than just me that's helping me move forward, but it's all good. You know, it's all good and we can all do this together. And the more you focus on that way of being in, in that direction, more things come for you and in a good way. And, and you create a lot more joy and a lot more success in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So is that a case of things happening for you rather than things happening to you? Exactly. And we all look, we're all human and we'll all, we'll all switch between the two. And, uh, but this is very important to know that, right. It comes back to being for you. And, and what are you meant to learn from whatever you're going through? Yeah. Because that's very, very important uh, so that you can move on. Because life just isn't just one smooth sailing, uh, right. Uh, journey. It's sure. got a lot of things for a good reason. And, yeah. uh, but the joy is there for a good reason too. And the success and the abundance are there for a good reason too. Mm, no, that's great. Thank you very much. So, so how did you discover it? What point of your life did, did you sort of discover this this process? Well, I had a friend who has since passed away, but um, I had watched her in a very short period of time change her life in all these major places. Right, her health got better. She had a relationship that was going nowhere, and she had a lot of. She was a brilliant woman, but she. She always, um, uh, she blew up her bridges. She burned her bridges all the time. She had a tremendous amount of anger and all of these sorts of things that were going on and brilliant. And you're like, wow, everything's there except there's something that's mucking up the order. And she mm -hmm. got together and started working with Viana Steibel who is the founder of Theta Healing. And 
through a very short period of time, all of these major areas of her life just started getting better. And I watched, you know, and you're on the sidelines eating popcorn going, wow, (laughs) better than that. Wow. You're just really happy today and your face and you look younger and, you know, and then all of a sudden she started making money too. And so that's when I started going, Ooh, this is, this is going everywhere now. And, and a lot of my issues were around money that I felt were holding me back and really it was the same emotional issues that were going on anyways, but they were manifesting by being unable to make more than, um, more than just to get by. Right. And so I went, I got to do this. And so I took her class. Um, Vianna came to Los Angeles and my friend was hosting her. And after this three day class, I was feeling like I could breathe. It was a very, first of all, it was a remarkable class. And I watched Vianna take people to the front of the room and do sample theta healings on them. And she would just in within five minutes, take people who were the toughest people in the room who had been there and done that and seen it all. And in some ways were jaded because of everything that's happened, but they were also open to change because they were there. And she found out what exactly was going on in that moment that could help them heal. And they had tears and then they came out of it looking 10 years younger. I I always call it the interfacial. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I mean, seriously, they look 10 years younger and the rest of the weekend, they just looked remarkable. And I remember thinking to myself, I want to do that. I, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm looking at this woman. I wanted to become a therapist, but I couldn't do it because, um, My mom was a very good sponge of people's energy. And so she had taught me well. And and so that habit had been become deeply ingrained. I take responsibility for it and it had been deeply ingrained at that point. So I thought if I become a therapist, then I'm just going to go home and just be uh, just a bundle of nerves and not be able to be there for the people that I truly care about. So I had taken that off the list, but Theta Healing actually had a, um, a way of going into somebody's space and then coming back out. So allowing them to be and feel and experience what they're experiencing in their life without uh, my default, which was, I've got to feel their suffering and their pain in order to be sensitive enough to help them with it. So so that changed. And I had had anxiety for about six years at that point. So what that meant was that every morning I woke up terrified and it felt like a cat like jumped off the ceiling and right onto my chest. (laughs) Yeah. And I was startled every morning and I stayed, my, my chest was beating and my heart was beating really loudly. Uh, uh, I could feel it every single day for most of the day. And then whenever I realized it had, I, that I stopped, that sensation had stopped, it would start again because my nervous system was so used to being in fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And um, so after this three-day class, I noticed that I had air and space in front of my chest. And I didn't know what that was. I didn't know I didn't have it. I didn't know I wasn't breathing before that, but I wasn't, I was very, I was a very shallow breather. And all of a sudden I realized, I went, oh my God, this anxiety is gone. And it was the first time in six years that my body had been out of fight or flight. I never experienced that before. And um, I just flipped out and signed up for every Theta class I could. My Mm -hmm. friend had started hosting practice classes. So I got into those. Viana came back to Los Angeles. I started taking her advanced classes. I went to Idaho, which was where she was uh, located. And 
just took every class I could take and to get better and better and better. And about three weeks after I had that the anxiety had gone and had left my body, some of the some of the vibration had started again. But by then I had learned a technique. Yeah. And by then I started chipping away at it and chipping and chipping and chipping and chipping and chipping until it left at some point in time that I didn't notice because it had become so faint that I stopped noticing it and just would go on with my life and went on with my life. So it was, it was pretty remarkable. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, well, well worth that initial uh, investment for your, your three-day course. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well, well worth it. I had already been going to a therapist for a year and a half and he was amazing. And I would do anything for him mm-hmm. uh, in order to, to alleviate what was going on. And I always said, he got me down from like an 11 to a three. And mm-hmm. I still woke up terrified every day. And this... Yeah out that part that um it was too deep that um it was too deep to really access by talking Mm -hmm. we needed to go into my subconscious and what were those patterns that were going on that we weren't able to get to to, in order to really transform that and like like i was talking about with with just the process that the you know to bring in that love and bring in that that compassion bring in that understanding that one was really unwinding the knot and untying the knot for me in a way that the that traditional therapy wasn't. And I kept going because the combination was still wonderful. So I, I love and I'm a big proponent of therapy. I think people should should do it. And uh, so and, and one of the things I love about Theta Healing in general is that it honors everything. Do what you need to do to get better. Just do it all so you do get better. Love it. No, that sounds fantastic. Thank you very much. So I'm wondering now, I'm thinking, well, I can see how it how it might work on your physical or your mental, emotional state, but what's the link with Theta Healing and, and your finances? Well, finances, your money is just another way you love yourself. So then it all comes back to worthiness, okay? Because mm-hmm. we know it's not necessarily intelligence, right? Because we know people who aren't that, you know, educated who make a lot more money than PhDs. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have to be clever and you have to roll with the punches and you have to, you, it's good to be smart, but it's, it's not required. No. And, but what is required is having a worthiness and having, and, and knowing that you can, I would say like vibrate at a certain frequency where you're deserving of receiving that money. And so when we think that, oh, that's too much or, or I can't charge that and whatever that is, I'm sure everybody, you know, Gay Hendricks talked mm-hmm. about in the book, The Big Leap, The Upper Limit. Yeah. Problem, and that's all we're doing is we're finding where is your upper limit problem? And then we're breaking open the ceiling from there mm-hmm. that you can rise above it. Because look, if, if uh, you know, if somebody wanted your services and, and you and said, you know, I would pay you a million dollars for your services today, that yeah. might, right, that might be too much for you right uh-huh. now when you say, well, you know what? A hundred grand is fine for me, right? <laughs> right. And then, and then everyone would go, okay, sure. But you know, yeah. you left nine hundred grand on the table. Sure. But it was just because that's what you could handle. That's what you were vibrating at, and that's what people were going to uh, offer you, or that's what you were going to end up receiving. Mm, no, I can believe that. It, it's funny. We I spoke to somebody recently about that um, sort of internal thermostat, uh, your financial thermostat, and. Uh, this guy was applying for jobs and he, and he had to sort of show his CV or his resume and on their previous salaries. And looking at that, 
all the salaries over the last, say, 10, 15 years were all around about the same level, give or take 5%. You know, and I said, well, you know, look at this, what's going on there? And he looked at it and, they, and he said, that's what my dad earned. And it was like, ah, you know, and you think there's something subconscious there that he's not allowed or not worthy to earn more than his father or that's a limit, you know, that's their kind of ceiling, which was fascinating really how, um, to uncover that. But um, this is what you're saying about, you know, finding out where that belief is, where that, where that issue is inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a lot of times I like to add to what you're saying is that we don't feel like we should go above our parents' station. That mm-hmm. somewhere we have a belief that we're disrespecting them or dishonoring them by doing that, wow. you know, because they struggled so hard. And all of our ancestors struggled and suffered mm-hmm. because they didn't have the comfort. We are in these generations now where we get to thrive. We have more opportunity to thrive than ever. How's that? Okay. There's oh, always been, right. There's always been people who have thrived. Yeah. throughout time, even in the Middle Ages, where, where when we study, it's always about depressing things. I'm sure <laughs> there were people there. Yeah. But, you know, everybody has had a place and a space to thrive. Um, but it's really about that. What do you really intrinsically believe that you're worth? Mm-hmm. And as that expands, as you figure out those spots where you were taking advice from an ancestor or or, uh, you know, from your parents or your grandparents or something like that, uh, you had this chance to do something different or build and realize that we're really standing on their shoulders. We're all standing on their shoulders Mm -hmm. and it's important. And because we're doing that, then that means we get to rise above and then our descendants get to rise above us. And so it's a new place to believe that you're deserving of more expansively you know what I mean like within the collective yeah so and and so I think it's a really wonderful and 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 um, exciting place that we're at right now Mm -hmm. oh absolutely yeah if you look at the the previous I don't know three or four generations you think you know there was the great depression and then you've got the first world so first world war great depression second world war shortages you know certainly in the UK there was rationing and shortages for you know, nearly a decade after the First World War, uh, Second World War, rather. So, yeah, and, and then you think of, of your parents and grandparents growing up in that and, and then inheriting, to some extent, their mindset and their beliefs around what's possible. Um, yeah, that, that's really interesting. That was a really good insight for me there. Thank you. No, I like that. So how do you think then our our thoughts and our feelings about money, about other things, they manifest themselves in, in our outer world. How do they show up? I go in our, in our financial world. Mm. That, okay, that just got a little blurred a little. Well, it can show up in, like we were talking about, just in the fact that wherever your ceiling is, you could be thwarting opportunities. You could, you know, I had... Um, one of my clients have all these interviews and she kept looking for jobs. Right. And she couldn't, um, she couldn't find a job yet because somewhere inside of her interviews, she would go inside her head and then she would start thinking about something that they said. And, and, and then she was, and, and she was so averse to change that, and she was so scared of change because it meant that she had to rework 
everything in her life in order to fit that, that her interviews would just end up tanking, even though she could look at, she could, she had the ability and she had the expertise to do that job with her eyes closed. And so you can see when people do that, I have, um, and so when we worked together and worked on what it was that was keeping her in that space and, and so uh, afraid of change, it did, it came back to her parents who wanted things to stay the same all of the time. And, and that was something that used to frustrate her so much. But I always believed that once you hit like 18, that all of that had actually been ingrained, you know, all of those patterns and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so, but actually there's research that says that, especially in your financial space, that all of your money beliefs and all of your money habits and patterns are completed by seven. Mm -hmm. at the time you're seven years old so all that time that you heard your parents say you know we don't have enough money we can't afford it we're gonna have to wait till later to do this or you know when are we ever going to catch a break those sorts of things whenever that happens then we just internalize it and it actually makes a lot of sense to me because children are in the theta brainwave all the time which mm -hmm. is why our childhoods are so impactful in our lives because right we're always going back to it and even though in theta you go to four different levels and you go to you know this level which is just the core level which is everything in this lifetime your ancestors your past lives and our collective consciousness and the soul level we always go back to the inner child in your childhood because this little guy or this little girl is is part of what's steering the ship in such a big way and and brings about such visceral feelings for us and we get afraid of them and we retreat and right and we tense up and then we once again start making decisions that are in sabotage um, of ourselves mm -hmm. and and so it was nice to be able to work with her because once she started realizing it she started breaking free from that and going oh i can honor my mom i can honor my father without staying where they stayed without fearing change and that change is just something that I can work on because you have change every day anyways. Mm -hmm. And so once she started doing that, then she actually nailed it and got a job. So it's, it's things like that, that, that can really change and really make a difference in people's lives and the decisions. Yeah. No, I like that. Cause I think some people are, are suspicious or skeptical about alternative things or energy things relating to money because they think it's all about sitting down meditating and a new Ferrari is going to turn up, you know, right. in air. They don't get that connection between the, the beliefs and the action and then the results. It's, it's it, without the belief, you don't take the action. Without the action, you don't get the results. It's not a question of, you know, money falling out of the sky. I agree with you. I always say energy plus action. The same mm. thing. I have the same formula. Energy plus action equals results. You can't sit there in a cave and meditate and expect the world to change. You might feel better in there, but yeah. once you get out into the world, the world won't have changed mm. for you. You know, um, I have this one, I wanted to tell you this really great story that I had. Um, I had a client who came to me who was a designer. He, he designed houses, bathrooms and kitchens and, and whatnot. And he had been out of work for six months. And he was getting to this point where he was bidding on jobs and it got down to the last two people and the other person was getting the job. And he was just so dejected. And when we got to the root of what was happening with him and healed it, he got a job within a few days with someone 
who was a celebrity and and all of their friends and she kept telling all of her friends and after that he got referred to do everybody's kitchen and everybody's bathroom and everybody's living room oh, wow. and he, actually it reversed to having a six-month waiting list for him and so you can see that he just needed that shift within himself mm-hmm. to start everything and he knew he was doing what he needed to do he knew he was great at his work he, he was really easy to work with. He was really qualified, but the energy wasn't there. So he had the action, but he didn't have the energy. And once he had both of those, then it started to shift for him like really, really quickly. It was amazing. It was fun to watch. Yeah, that's fantastic, isn't it? Did he give you a commission? <laughs> I should have charged 10% of it. Like the, the session's free. I just want 10% of every job. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. Thank you so much. You're very so, welcome. <clears throat> I'm conscious of your time. Um, I'm so grateful for, for what you shared. Um, just, just to wrap up, how, how can listeners find out more about you? Where can we find you online or, or social medias and so on? Okay. Well, you can go to my website, which is think, T-H-I-N-K, theta, T-H-E-T-A dot com. And on there, actually, I would invite you to take the Master Your Money quiz which will help you determine what your relationship is to money. And then what you'll do is once you finish the little survey, you'll get a Theta Healing Meditation to help you move through those issues that you're having so that you can come to a better space with it and receive more. Wonderful. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here today. This has been oh, it's fun. been an absolute joy, Cara. Thank you so much. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, both personally and hope for, for the, the people listening as well. Well, thank you. So, I'm honoured. So many thanks for joining me on today's episode of the Fearless Finance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and spread the word by passing it on to friends and family. Until next time, bye-bye.